Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. That's how Sponge with Rhett and maybe Kayla. I don't know what's going on. Maybe. I don't know what's going on with Kayla. She said she was going to be here, but now she's MIA again, so I don't really know what's going on with that. Hi, Rhett. What'd you say? Oh, no, no, I just said hello. <laughs> but yeah, I mean, um, I think at some point people are just going to assume that we're making her up, which, you know, <laughs> yeah, yeah. is a possibility, I suppose. So, uh, who are we calling tonight since your friend didn't I show don't... up again? <laughs> well, I mean, it's not my fault. I feel that you botched this somehow. Um, so, <laughs> I, 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 I mean, not botched it anyway. <laughs> I feel like you're just kind of like cherry picking the exchanges the two of you have so that no, uh, that's so it's not as apparent as to why she's not calling in. <laughs> I don't read everything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, so earlier I said, I go, feel like doing a show tonight. This is on Tuesday. I say, I feel like doing a show. I said, I told you I'm celebrating my birthday. I won't be available until Thursday at the earliest. And I said, oh, she yeah, was. I'm sorry. Ha-. Yeah. So she was she? That. Oh, okay, okay. I thought I missed your birthday. And I said, oh, yeah, I'm sorry. Happy birthday. And then I sent her a little, gee, it's your birthday, Jeff, which is super cute. And I said, and also my short-term memory is shit, so I apologize for asking the same thing over and over. Oh, well. And I said, can you do 10.30 tomorrow? And then she said, morning or night? I said, night. And then she didn't answer me. And then today I said, have you sufficiently recovered from your birthday to do a show this evening? She said, oh, well, yeah. And I go, sweet, what time works for you? And all the stuff I all just read to you. Well, I don't know what to, I don't know what to say. She's, uh... She seems so promising, and we crushed her so quickly. Well, yeah. Well, you How can we crush a young girl's dreams so quickly? <laughs> <laughs> what is wrong with that? Uh, well, I, I can only speak for myself, um, but usually if I'm around a young girl, her dreams will be crushed. And <laughs> more, more sooner than later, you know. So I don't know. We just have to keep up, uh, you know, um, if I had a dime for every time I've said this, we just have to keep picking up new young girls. <laughs> oh wait, I wouldn't have that much money. All right. Uh, well, we're off to a roaring start. All right, hold on. I'm gonna yeah, I'm gonna tweet out our phone number and see if anybody randomly calls in. Again, uh, if anyone called in, I would just be terrified as to why they would be listening to us. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I, we're, obviously, we're only half listening to each other. Yeah. Let alone a person that would be fully invested <laughs> in both of us and our voices or anything that we would have to say. 
We can't even get a co-host to listen to us for two shows in a row. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, my goodness. And you never heard – didn't you set out, like, some kind – didn't you go on, like, Craigslist (laughs) and and, uh, type out uh, an advertisement for a co-host? And it was like I don't think I ever should, went through should, with that. Oh, I thought you did. I thought you did. No, no, no. I thought you were actually typing it out as you as okay. Because I remember it was uh, you're on you were like, Well I'll be on Craigslist and we'll just say something like looking for <laughs> again, <laughs> looking for <Yeah>. a young girl. <laughs> right. We're, I, our next uh, podcast is, uh, what's that, what's that show uh, with, uh, to catch a predator? <laughs> Robert Osborne calls in on the next show <clears throat> in front of us directly. About our Craigslist ads. (laughs) (laughs) I gotta type something really quick. I'm sorry. It's gonna sound bangy. What exactly are you typing? I'm typing a tweet. Do you type a tweet or do you tweet? Tweet a tweet? <laughs> uh, you type a tweet and then you tweet it. Oh, okay. Uh. To what? type a tweet. To type to type a tweet takes. A typist talent. Say that four times fast. To type a tweet takes typist talent. 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 I think it's not bad. Wow. It wasn't that bad. The third one, you kind of went off the rails a little bit. But then you rallied for the last two. Yeah. All right, I'm tweeting, hey, I'm doing a live call-in show right now. You can listen at the link below, or you can call in at 516-590-0359. This is the Bathhouse Bunch with the Rat and Kayla. Oh, look, Kayla. Come on, Twitter. The Bathhouse Bunch with Rat, or with James and Rat, and in theory, (laughs) Kayla. In theory, Kayla. (laughs) She still hasn't been proven yet. She's not a scientific fact. She's still a theory. She's only yeah. been spotted once, actually. Um. <clears throat> All right, so who we call him? Well, I, this, this is the problem with starting these shows so late is uh, everyone that I know is asleep. You're a fucking liar, dude. You know people on the West Coast. You know people in the Central Time Zone. You know people in fucking East Coast that's fucking awake right now. I, you know what? Here's the problem is that uh, I think that most people that I know at this point in my life, because of uh, the collective 
the collective actions of how I've lived my life don't even want to hear from me if they if they knew they weren't being taped. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> but like, would actually have to commit to like being taped talking to me. I don't know about that. I, uh, you know, so hopefully, you know, some ram, random person with uh, that likes to stay up late and has emotional problems will be giving us a listen <laughs> and they can call in. We can. Uh, <clears throat> Talk about what their problems might be, and maybe we could help, you know, yeah. help crush another soul. <laughs> All right. So I'm reluctant. Listen, I'm reluctant to, like, tell you this story, but here it goes. Well, I need you to is, is this the thing, okay, is this the personal thing that you, you said, hey, Kalen, you mind talking about this personal thing because I'm afraid Red's going to lampoon it? Yeah, this is it. So, so are you telling me that you don't want me to lampoon it? I don't. I would rather you not lampoon it. Oh, jeez, you know, that's just like, you, you would be better off saying, yes, please lampoon it. So then you would have lampooned it. Well, I'm just saying it's going to happen either way, probably. And it doesn't matter. Does it involve, like, some kind of, like, disease or death? No, no, it's just in my personal life and finances and stuff like that. Okay. All right. So are you ready? I'm ready. I'm here. So this girl I'm dating, right, she um, obviously has her shit together way more than me. She's the same one. The beautiful Babs. Yes, Babs. Who was our first uh, co-host, and we crushed her spirit in exactly one hour and 15 minutes. That's how long the show was. It was one hour and 15 minutes, and her spirit was absolutely crushed. I haven't heard from her since. (laughs) But go ahead. Yeah. So, uh. So, like, when I met her, like, I was, like, driving for Uber and just, like, living in hotels and shit, right? Yeah, I mean, you're a catch. Yeah. (laughs) So, anyway, she eventually asked me if I wanted to move in with her, and I was like, sure. And so, I moved in, and then, like, I guess, like, maybe a few weeks went by, and I could tell, like, something was upsetting her, and I guess, like, the fact that I hadn't offered her any money or whatever for rent or whatever. So, we came up with this whole, like deal like that how much I pay her every month for like rent and food like room and board everything and I've been paying her that and uh, what was I going to say well already you're coming off like a true romantic oh right uh, no no but I've been paying that and I like pay ex- I pay for extra stuff to like I'll buy extra dinners or whatever like I don't I like buy shit until I'm out of money that's what I do. I don't like fucking strategize. I don't do anything. I just pay for oh, shit until I'm out of money. I'm stupid. Yes, I know. And then, and then you go, what the fuck am I going to do now? Uh, right. And then you got to borrow money. Yeah. I, yeah. I just, I know it's a vicious cycle. Um, we're a couple of real winners. We are. But go ahead. So, <laughs> so like tonight, uh, we have like a little, so like her family thinks I'm kind of shady because like I'm not working right now. But honestly, like Imagine. I'm making more money Imagine on that. unemployment. No, but listen, I'm I'm making more money on unemployment. More money on unemployment than yeah. But I guess this is the last week, and the 600 is going to run out. But I, I guess the unemployment right. in New York is still high, right? It's like yeah, it's still. I mean, it's still more than I was making driving. You know, oh, when sure, you're like sure. cut, counting gas and like fucking wear and tear on the car and shit. Yeah, yeah. So yeah, you know, so like why would I go back to work right now? You know, like it doesn't make sense. So, but like, I guess her family, like 
kind of looked down on that. But then she like talked to them and said like, yeah, I'm really happy with them and I respect his decisions, blah, blah, blah. So then tonight comes. So like her and I are on good terms, whatever. Tonight, so like I'm having a problem with, I've had this problem before with like on my iTunes account. Like, if I'm on an app or something, or if I'm on a game or something, and I want to buy something, it'll let me buy it, and then it won't charge my card until later, and then sometimes my card doesn't have the money on it. Aye. So, well, so, so when that happens, what it does, instead of, like, taking the money out later when it's available or whatever, it, like, kind of, like, freezes my iTunes account in some, like, weird loop. And so... The only way to fix it, the only way I've ever been able to fix it is to add another card on to let it, like, take off those charges that it's trying to charge my card that now has money on it, but still thinks it doesn't. I going where I think it's going. <laughs> so I asked her if I could use her credit card to, like, put it uh-huh. in my iTunes, and then, like, whatever it charged her, like, I would immediately, like, FaceTime her the money, you know? Okay. And she's, and so she's like, still out town. Yeah, she's still out of town tomorrow. Okay. So she was like, oh, like I could tell immediately, like she was not pleased that I had asked her that. I was like, oh, I'm sorry. Uh, well, like, I mean, you, I, uh, to, to James that I know, I am absolutely shocked that you even bothered to ask her. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, like it's not like I was going to keep mean, it or uh-huh. I was gonna like use it and then like fucking delete it immediately, like and then like immediately and then, like send and then her she whatever. Goes, she goes, she goes. All right, well I guess you can. Let me give you the numbers to the credit card, and you're like, no, it's all right. I already know them. <laughs> whatever. But, but like, I don't understand. Like, why is that really like that? Such a bad thing that like whatever money it takes off, I'll immediately no, FaceTime. Well, first of all, if you if the two of you are a boyfriend and girlfriend, and you've come to an arrangement that you're paying for roughly half of the rent and this and that, then really, no, I think she's being unreasonable. But see, now she's gonna if she listens to this, she's gonna hate me. But I mean, what the hell? You the two of you are fucking each other. I mean, and it's a big deal to ask if she could cover maybe what ten dollars worth of iTunes stuff. Right. Or are we talking about hundreds of dollars? No, it wouldn't be more. It might be like thirty or forty, but whatever it would be, I would uh-huh. be. I have like thousands of dollars in my account. Like it's not gonna be more than that. I'll be able to like immediately Facetime her the money. Whatever she would just have to look on her account and tell me what trans what it takes out. So now tomorrow I'm gonna have to go buy like an Apple gift card, or maybe I should. But but right now another. Oh, fucking so she problem said, is, she said no. So she, she said, said no. no. Right. Okay. And she was upset that I even asked. Uh-huh. And like it, it made her like again question like like what my motives guess, are and motives that maybe are, you're yeah. only with you're only with her to whittle thirty dollars here and thirty dollars there and and fucking Apple Tunes. <laughs> I, yeah. I I see a mark. I see a mark. I might be able to you know borrow borrow right. thirty dollars. You know yeah. Right. It's the sting no, part gonna, three. Listen, I'm not gonna say <laughs> she like has definitely spent more money in this relationship than I have because she like supported me like for like. The few weeks that you know, like it took for like unemployment to kick in. Sure, but when and, you know what, like, if, I, you, if you, if you, I gave if you're her, in love with somebody, I, I like gave her like a few hundred dollars back when I got it. Like I gave her like a bunch of money, I think, when I got the huge check. That's the whole idea of partnering up with somebody is when they're in dire straits, you help them out and vice versa, right? Right. If it, if it, if it becomes a situation where clearly she's pulling all the way 
and you're sitting on your ass, like say you didn't have unemployment, that's a right. different. That's a different. I mean, yeah, it would be yeah, like, like the if unemployment that. stopped going in, and I was like, you know what? I thought about it, and I'm not. And I can't Uber anymore, anyway. honey. Yeah. yeah. And since you have a good job, you know, I could yeah. I, I could totally understand that. And uh, right. that but no, I mean, move. I don't. Yeah, it would be a dick move. Uh, I think uh, the moral of the story, though, is maybe I'm, I I don't even know what the moral of the story is because, like you said, you got you have money, right? Right. It's just your it's just your this certain account that you pay for it with through I. That iTunes. that doesn't have money. Uh, I don't know. I, no, I don't yeah, understand. It's stupid. It's stupid. Mm-hmm. So like, what I have to do tomorrow is I have to go buy an iTunes gift card and put like with your own money that you it. with your own money that you have. Right. Yeah, and put so you fifty dollars really, on it. So essentially, you were just asking for like a really short-term, convenient, uh, a, like a. You were asking for her to just make something super convenient for you. Yeah. Okay. Well, I mean, that is definitely a personal uh, issue. And, like, you know, I've always said when you're in a uh, relationship with something, with something, (laughs) 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 because I'm in a relationship with my chair at the moment. Um, It's been ignoring me. Uh, But – when you're in a relationship with someone, I always find whenever, you know, there's a private problem that you might be having, yeah. you should go on a podcast and uh, <laughs> you know, text out your number so people can listen and then, you know, air that dirty laundry. So you're doing the right thing. <laughs> you got all the right instincts, James. <laughs> I told her I was going to yeah. ask on the show tonight, and she said that I should. Oh, you you told her that you were going to bring this up on the show. Yeah. Oh, wait. Somebody's calling in. I don't know who it is. Uh-oh. Who it is. I don't know who it is. <sighs> Hello? Hey, how y'all doing? Hey, good. How are you? Doing good. How are you? I'm good. Uh, I just saw the tags. I saw politics and occasional murder mystery. Uh, I'd love to sit and talk with y'all. I'm guessing that we probably have a different perspective, but I'd love to love to chat. What's your name? My name is Zachary. Zachary, why in the world would you ever be listening to us? <laughs> well, I, actually, uh, uh, so I'm pretty uh, prominent in uh, right-leaning circles, and I usually call and talk into black national shows and talk with them. Um, they're not on right now, and I saw this, and I figured it'd be a good time to talk and chat and just talk to the normal person. Um, oh, cool. okay. Awesome, Zachary. Thank you for calling in. Hit yeah, us with uh, so you're so you're, you're a, a right a leaning blogger. Well, well, I don't really call myself right leaning. Uh, I'm I'm a third positionist. Uh, economically, I'm socialist. Uh, culturally, okay. I'm right wing. Um, I'm I am for better lack of words a national socialist. Um, that's what I am. I believe well, that, that ended all well the first do. time. <laughs> I'm sorry. I said that ended well the first <laughs> time. <laughs> well, I believe I believe all people deserve self determination, and all cultures have a right to exist within their own within their own borders. And uh, and and I talk. I I usually reach out to black nationalists and try to find common ground. 
uh, I do all I can to avoid violence and try to find a peaceful solution to the political situation. So, so, so you reach out to black nationalists and say, I agree with you, we should be separated. Yes, of course. Okay. And do they respond right, in well, kind? <clears throat> uh, we, I, I, I actually I do a show with them usually once a week. Uh, I agree that blacks deserve reparations. I agree that blacks, you know, um, deserve uh, their own place in America. Uh, we owe them something. Uh, but at the end of the day, from what I see, our cultures cannot coexist. As long as there is a majority and there is a minority, the minority will feel like they're getting the, sh- the shit end of the stick. Uh, and that. So, is, so reparations are kind of like like when you've had sex with a prostitute and you say, "Well, there's uh, forty dollars on the nightstand. Get the fuck out." Well, no, you're you're making jokes out of something that's meant to be a very serious topic. Um, what I'm saying is that. Of course, black people feel like they're abused in America because America is predominantly white. What I say, mm-hmm. the minute whites are a minority, we will feel that way. Well, you know what? No, 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 no. I, and I, just, I just wanted to say I can actually understand what he's saying. And I think that uh, the reason that you feel that way is for the, you just ex- explained why you feel the way you feel. Right. So, like, how would, like, so let's say tomorrow you get elected president. Like, how would, like, you do, like, the relocation? Like, what states would be black? What states would be white? Like, how would you do that? Like, how would, like, theoretically, like, how would you carry that out? So, so I mean, this is a, this is a, I, I mean, and, and I enjoy, I'm, thank you for having me on. Uh, I'm not meaning no disrespect, but this is a very basic, uh, almost like pumpkin spice bitch argument uh, I wouldn't dictate anything I would ask the black blacks what they want that's that's what I would do would they want something right. here or there or, or to leave I wouldn't dictate where anybody has to be right. I mean th- th- this this is a, a weird so it's a very let me let me ask you something I, I'm guessing you guys are like liberals or progressives is what I'm guessing um, uh, we're we're I'm a I am a long time uh Capital D Democrat that has become in the last, uh, I would say, 12 years or so uh, disaffected um, with my my party. Okay, so are you, okay? That doesn't answer my question. Do you do you mm. still lean more to the left, or you have you grown to like more of like a libertarian, like you know, stupid ass free market, you know? You know, no age of consent. I would say I would say I'm kind of uh, I still am somewhat liberal in in a lot of ways. And there is I do believe in a a minor uh, I do believe in slight socialism uh, when it comes to certain things. So tell me what what do you think what do you think about all these protests? What what's your personal opinion on all these protests? Well, I think they're talking about the BLM protests, obviously. Well, I mean, it's really it's really not even BLM because there's so many groups involved. So I wouldn't say BLM. I would say the fallout from George Floyd would be a better choice of words. I wouldn't throw it on any one group because there's so right. many, you know, organizations I involved, think, especially. Right. No, I, mean, I, I think that. Do you, do you support? Do you support? Do you support the actions that are happening right now? Oh, but by by what the counterculture? No, no, just, no, 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 no. Whatever you would want to call that, whatever whatever you'd want to call that. 
the no, no, peaceful protesters slash so, writers. That, that, no, that that is so that is so that is so subjective. Um, counterculture could be could be me. Counterculture could be you know a fifteen year old kid who's in the alt right online. Counterculture is you don't don't mistake what I'm asking you. I'm asking you plain and simple. Do you support the riots that are happening in Portland and Austin and Minnesota? Do you support that? Do I support oh, them? No. Absolutely but not. do I understand like the frustration I don't even and rage that. that is built up in them? Yeah, I kind of understand that. I do. Like I can like well, I, I understand, like I can understand like how shitty it was being a poor white person. I cannot even imagine how shitty it is being a poor black person. Yeah, but I feel that a lot of what's going on in in the especially the um, the Pacific uh, Northwest seems to be uh, not even necessarily all black people, right? Isn't it a a healthy dose of like liberal white people that are involved in the destruction and the riot? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's the it's the majority. Uh, let me. Let, yeah. Uh, so so you, you, well, the, your other co-host brought up something I wanted to expound on. You said you could understand being a poor white person, but not a poor, you know, black person. Where are you guys from? Uh, what, well, what, I'm, I'm, a, I'm originally from Ohio. I'm originally oh, from oh, Indiana. Actually, we're actually very close. Okay, I'm, I'm from I'm from a holler in West Virginia. I worked okay. as a coal miner when what? I was. You're a coal miner. I, well, I was, and, I, and then I put myself in college. Um, oh, okay. Well, nice. I'm not a, I don't Congratulations. Even, I don't live in West Virginia anymore. I, I left there as soon as I could. Uh, <laughs> I understand drastic. It's very funny. You know, You know. Uh, I have my, my grandmother was from West Virginia. Yeah. All right. That is very funny. It's, it's, it's a, it's, it's, no, it's, it's not funny. Uh, funny, not funny, haha, but uh, it's just another uh, thing we have in common. And I went to West, West Virginia once, and it's kind of beautiful, but it's also just naturally terrifying. <laughs> So I understand why you wanted out. It was just. Um, so where do you live now? If you I, don't mind asking, if you don't mind us asking. I actually, I actually have a, a condo in Myrtle Beach. Oh okay. Cool. Okay. Do you do a lot of golfing? I live, I live in South Carolina now. <laughs> um, I, I I got an education, and I got out of West Virginia. Well, congratulations, uh, but, man. Yeah. Well, see, well, see, that's the thing. You say congratulations because you know it's it's great for me to get out, but when when a black man can't get out of his area, you know it's it's not his fault. We we owe him something. No one no one gave anything to me. I joined the military and got a free free college education. I, well, well, yeah, but, I mean, think of think of, think of all the black not, kids that you served with who were doing it for the same reason. I mean, right? No, that, 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 were you, were, have you ever been in the military? Have you ever been in the military? No, no geez, I, I wouldn't. Have, like, they wouldn't accept me. <laughs> I, would, I would tell you. I would tell you this. I would tell you this. I was in the military. I was in a combat uh-huh. job. I was a nineteen. Del- I was a nineteen Delta Cavalry Scout. I served on on the front line in doing patrols and going to Afghanistan. The blacks and mm-hmm. Hispanics mostly served in support roles. They do not sign up for combat jobs. Very rarely do they sign up for support jobs. I mean, combat jobs. Actually, in my oh, my so I, it's up to you. What, 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 so, it, so in, essentially, if you don't want to see combat, you don't have to, based on how you sign up. Well, you pick your job. Uh-huh. It depends on your job. I mean, you, you could be like, like on the, you could be like, like bat, you could be like a cook or some shit if you wanted to, or like 
the communication. You can be a cook. You can be a mechanic. You know, you can do aviation. Uh, you can be, you know, a support specialist doing yeah. paperwork. I almost joined uh, the Navy, man, so I get you. Yeah, I mean, there's there's tons of jobs. Really, yeah. the majority the majority of the military is non-combat. Really, the yeah. only combat jobs are infantry, cavalry, tankers, and marines. That's really And you feel that that's, that's and that that area is overwhelmingly uh, white. White and is that what Appalachian. You're saying? White, Appalachian, and Southern, predominantly. Ninety percent. So, 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 like, so you mean like poor, poor white people then? Tend to make the the bulk of the actual fighting force. Yes, with ninety ninety percent. Absolutely. Okay. All right. Well, I mean that's a drag, but we've always known that. I mean, you know, so the question is, it's not like who has it worse, you know, uh, poor black people or poor white people. It's just it's a, it's a drag to be fucking poor. You know, it's uh, to be uneducated. Uh, it, it just it literally infects your life in uh, so many ways that you too numerous even to mention. You know. So I would say I would say what you're saying uh, is actually pretty uh, classic. Uh, I'm by no means uh, liberal, but when you say poor, you automatically assume uneducated. Uh, it is very easy to self-educate. I don't even have a high school Well, diploma. but you know, I'm owning up to classism because I, I'm, I, I believe that the class you're born in does it oftentimes, whether you realize it or not, dictate, dictate your level of education. And it's not even right. education so much. It is – Your choices is, in uh, life. The choice the cho- – exactly. That, the kind of like, the what the you choose to imitate. To. Yeah. You know, like, I, like I think Rhett and I, I mean, I think Rhett was a little better off than I was for a while until maybe at some point when things happened within his life. Like, I was Zach, pretty, you're I was, It's Zach, right? What? Yeah, but I think that, that this, product of their, this product of your environment is bullshit. Um, I, you know, where I come from is overwhelmed with heroin and opiates. Uh, you know, you have kids 18 years old going into coal mines and dying and dropping out of school because they can make more money in a coal mine. That's horseshit. You have to have agency and, and self-determination. You want to do good for your To, to be successful, yes. But that's the whole thing. Uh, most people don't have agency and determination. And there are people who are, come from the middle class who have, a very, have very little agency and determination. But because of the class they were born into, they're able to kind of be lifted. Uh, and they're able to kind of sail through life and still maintain at least some semblance of the middle class and at least some semblance of an education. You know, when you're, when you're really bottom rung, you know, really when your choices are, I can go work in this fucking coal mine, get black lung disease or whatever, you know, or, or, or just the claustrophobia of that job in general, of course you're going to fucking take opiates because opiates make you feel better, you know? So I, I mean, I'm not necessarily arguing with you, but th- there is something to be said for for class, and it it does overextend over all races. You know, if okay. you're a poor Latino okay. or a poor... why why does it why do, why do you have to bring up race? Why do you have to bring up minorities, dude? There's plenty what of poor. What are you talking white... about? You're the one who called in. You're talking about race. You're the person who's been talking about race since the second you called in. <laughs> You're gonna what you're what you're trying to do, 
you're trying to bring up other minorities and talk about their education and all this stuff and throw it against me like, a, like an argument. I, I, hey, I'm not arguing with you. I'm just, I'm just listening to you. Let me, let me, let me, say, let me, let me actually say this. Just yesterday, just yesterday, this graph was put out. I can, if you, I mean, you guys can talk, and I'll pull it up while we talk. Uh, it brought up the seven, or it was like the top thirty ethnic groups in America by money. White Americans were seventeenth. Number one, I think, number one was Indian Americans, like not. Native Americans, but Indians, right, right, uh, and Hindus, uh, and then I think the next one was like uh, uh, maybe. It's also acceptable uh, to say red dot Indian, not woo woo Indian. <laughs> but that's that's just his education speaking. <laughs> right, right. So I have been to college, so I did learn. <laughs> Surprisingly enough, I mean, I can I consider myself an ethno nationalist, but I I don't speak ill of other races and I don't use slurs. Um, I do consider myself a white nationalist, but I don't disparage any other race. Um, so I don't say but things I mean, like that's that. Like saying I, I can I ask you a question? Uh, and I'm sorry if I've asked you this before, but I'm pretty high right now and I have a short-term memory. Do you have you ever been to prison? Uh, no, I haven't. Okay. And that's a pretty personal question, but so like, how did like I'm wondering how like I wonder how like your ideas and how did they evolve? Like, did you grow up like this way? Did I mean like did you did you you, totally conceive of it on your own? Like, how did they evolve? So I actually I actually grew up in a very liberal household. Uh, I was raised by a single mother. My dad actually died in the coal mines. Um, my mom is very, very liberal. That. Still to this day is very liberal. Uh, well, what happened was when my, my when my dad died, I was 15. Uh, and my mom couldn't – I, I went off on a bad sport. She couldn't raise me anymore. Uh, she sent me down to live with my cousin in Atlanta, Georgia. I lived in Atlanta, Georgia. Uh, I started hanging out with skinheads. I became a skinhead. Uh, after becoming a skinhead, I went to jail for a little while. Not prison. I went to jail, and right. then oh, okay. I got extinction. And then I, uh, you know, uh, came back to West Virginia. Uh, I went to work in the coal mines, and then I joined the military. And then after the military, I went to college. Okay. How old were you when you joined the military? Uh, like twenty-one. Damn, you lived a whole fucking life before you joined the military, man. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, uh, How old a man are you now, Zach? I'm sorry? How old a man are you now? Uh, I'm 29. Okay. okay. Well, I'm just interested. Um, you know, when you say you were in the military or even college and um, you did uh, come across uh, – Minorities or people of different colors or whatever. Do you strike up conversations with them in, you know, in person? And how do they? And how do those conversations usually go? I mean, do you get in heated arguments with people? Do people threaten you or? No one. Uh, no one. No one threatens me. Um, I'm very open about what I believe. Um, mm. I'm, uh, people that know me, even like even when in, when I went to college. Uh, I had a black kid in my class that we talked all the time, and he knew from the jump what my ideas were. 
I don't hide my ideas from anyone. I mean, I literally have white spots tattooed across my chest. Um, so I don't hide it from anyone. Uh, I think the only way we can really come to an agreement is that white men and black men sit down and really talk. Person to person, not for not with the elites telling us how to talk, but us talking. But, but, but when when you're talking, I mean, just hypothetically, what hypothetically, what is the end game to the conversation you'd be having with the the black community, the black male community? What what they what they see is how they can help themselves and how we can actually you know come to an agreement on separation. You know, not you so know, not about, what, this is about desegregation. I wouldn't call it segregation. No, because segregation implies a minority living within a majority neighborhood and a minority not having the same rights as a majority. That's not what I'm talking about. I'm talking about separate ethno classes and ethno cities with a black. So you're talking about? Are you talking about like a completely new nation that's like somehow like balkanization of America? Yes. Yes. Well, well, I hope they get the shitty states. It's like South Dakota, <laughs> get ready for the blacks. <laughs> Here they come. They're not they're not gonna like the winners. Actually I don't I don't care. I don't care what they get, to be honest with you. Uh honestly, um I'd be fine with giving them, you know, one third of the South. Um, I mean, in real, in all reality, they already make up most of the South. Uh, the South is lost. Uh, the white man does not run the South anymore. <clears throat> but uh, I, I just think we need to really sit down and talk to them. And, and, and if we really want to, if we really want to solve racism and all these issues, we really have to be honest with each other. We just we don't have the same. Well, culture. I mean, essentially, what you're saying though is the best way to solve racism is to have races never communicate with each other. So that's not solving well, racism. No, wait, it's wait, just, wait, wait, I mean, wait, I guess wait. in a roundabout way it is, but wait, do like no, every no, week no, like, no. we have like a town hall meeting with like the neighboring community? No. I'm sure okay. So, uh, okay. So you know, Af- you know, Africans don't live here. Iran, you know, people from Iran don't live here, but we still have communication. We can have free trade, and we can, you know, have peaceful assemblies and, and delegations. But we don't have to live in. How about how about like a passport to when you go to South Dakota to visit? Uh, <laughs> like if I, yeah, if like I say I wanted, I was like, you know what? I I feel like talking to a black guy today. I'm going to get the passport. I'm going to go to South Dakota. I mean, would that be allowed? Hey, hold up a second. Oh, Jesus. Oh, somebody's Damn. trying to murk you, dude. That's uh, slang for murder, in case you didn't know that. What, is my oh. fire alarm going off? <laughs> is that slang for murder? My fire alarm is going off? <laughs> no, somebody's trying to murk like, you. <laughs> it'd be like if you were being murdered and you called up 911 and you were like, hey, my fire alarm is going off. And they're like, oh, oh my God, get get over there right away! He's speaking slang to us. <laughs> well, this Zachary guy uh, definitely—he's uh, an impressive young man. <laughs> yes, he is. Um, <laughs> he, but, but he he is um, actively engaged in conversation now. Got to give him that. Oh, he is. He's a good he can guy, express himself. Sure. And I do believe that he is. Um, 
but he does seem like he's educated himself. It's just in what? I'm not sure. Yeah. Are we still on the air? I don't know. Are we? I hope so. Wouldn't it be nice if he really had had enough of us, but he didn't want to be rude, so he just pretended that he's in the house fire? James? Yeah, I'm so I'm trying to figure out if we're even on the air right now. No, so those were on the oh. air. Everything we're saying is still on. No, we are. <clears throat> All right. Well, that was seemed to be a little um, crisis that you created and then solved. Oh, yeah, I think he's mind. calling back in. Hold on. He's calling back in. <clears throat> it's Zachary, right? His name's Zach? Zach, yeah, Zachary. All right, he's calling. Hey, Zach. Hey, sorry about that. My fire did your, alarm. Did your house burn down? <laughs> no, the battery, the battery was going out, and then just kicked off like crazy. Uh, uh, I decided to hang up because uh, my dog started going nuts. <laughs> well, they, yeah, each other. But, you know, yeah, uh, no. go ahead. Oh, go ahead. Go ahead. Zach. Yeah, I'm listening. Oh, okay. I thought. Oh, I'm sorry. I thought that you were actually going to say something. Oh no, no. I thought you were. To, I thought you were about to say something. So I yielded. <laughs> wow, we're we're so civil. It's incredible. Um, let's see. Okay, so again, what we were saying is, uh, if if we do divide America into ver- various. What, but you ethno nations? Is that how you said it? Or ethno states? Ethno states. Okay. Uh, would we be able to get passports and visit those states? Well, I mean, if 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 I was leading a white ethno state, I would say that people could come and visit from other nations and you know have tourism. But if you could go there, that would be up to them. That's not up to me. That's that, see, that's the thing with like liberals. I don't want to speak for the black man. Uh, I'm willing to let them come and visit me, but I'm not going to say that they're going to let you come visit them. Okay. So let's say now, they come visit this, this you. Another... Are they allowed to like get a hotel in your area? Of course. Okay. Well, they're not allowed to about... get an apartment. No, no because they, they can only, they unless can they were on a work visa. <laughs> <laughs> they could. They could. They couldn't come. There would be no work visas. There would be nothing like that. Uh, H-1B-1 is actually the biggest cause of immigration in America and the greatest cause of middle-class jobs being lost. A lot of people like to say, you know, all oh, the jobs being taken away or, you know, low-skill labor. Uh, not true at all. H-1B-1 accounts for 90 percent of jobs loss, and those are mostly in the tech sector. And these are jobs mm-hmm. that, you know, basic associate degree, you know, uh, you know programmers could do, and they bring mm-hmm. over Indians. They bring over Indians to do these jobs. So, no, there would be no H-1B-1 work visas. They could come and visit, and as long as they were here, they'd have to be respectful and respect our culture, our laws, our history, uh, and they could stay for so long. 
they cannot date our women. Um, they cannot. That's, I, know, that was where I was going with this. Okay, so there wait, can so be. Wait, what, okay, if what if one of your women wants to move to their country and live there? Are they allowed to do that? That that that's that's up that's up to their leaders, not me. Well, their passport would be expired. You know, right? Yeah, they'd be, they'd, they'd be I, exempted yeah. from being. Like, would they be they allowed would, to move they, back they, to White they, Nation? They'd not. They would. They would. If, if so, what I would say. What I would say. If there was a white woman who wanted to go to one of their nations and be with one of their men, uh, she forfeits her citizenship, and she would not be yes, allowed. The passport would be revoked. Yes. Yeah. <clears throat> okay, so she wouldn't be a, she wouldn't be able to reapply for uh, citizenship after she got her fellow black dick. So you're making you're making no. Jokes no, I'm not. I'm no, no, no. You know what? We, there is a there is a little bit of levity to what we do, but we are actually taking you seriously. No one's making yeah, fun of you. Yeah, I'm not making personally. fun of you, dude. I, this is how we talk to each other all the time, dude. Okay, no, I'm fine. I'm fine with the banter. I'm fine. I'm fine with the banter. But no, what I would say is, you know, there's when it comes to children and and sex, it's way beyond love. You know, children are the building blocks of the nation state. Uh, and we have to have healthy families to raise healthy kids. Um, you know, and, and sex should not just be seen as something that's pleasurable and something to just get off with. You know, like we have so many young men and young women who are so distraught because they become so nihilistic and they, they embase themselves with pornography and sleazy sex. And, and they just throw themselves around. And there's a lot and, of middle-aged guys, uh, that's, let me tell you right now, that are the same way. Yeah. And, I'm and one of them. They, have, they, my... they, have, they have, yeah, and they have, they have horrible marriages, and they have horrible home life. Yeah, that, that's, yeah, I, I agree with you. There's plenty of middle-aged yeah, men yeah. who are the same. I have, that's, listen, that's I have fine. a wonderful, like, uh, home life and a wonderful relationship, and I watch porn and jerk off a lot. I'm being honest with you, dude. Okay. I'm in a like, good place. And I, I'm not, like, just trying to refute you. I'm just, you know, giving you a well, counter. Well, at the same time, though, I think this is probably the, the one point he's making where I've agreed with him the most so far is that uh, definitely our nation is addicted to pornography. And it's not a good thing, and it, it, it's not necessarily debasement. Really, you know, a lot of the, the, the terminology you're using I'm not necessarily comfortable with, but it definitely does um, make you – well, first off, if you can just jerk off to an image, uh, you, you might be less inclined to want to be intimate with someone, you know, or go through a lot of the steps that, that intimacy, true intimacy uh, you know, applies to. But um, so there's that. And then also it's just it's literally like when you were talking about uh, the opiate problem, you're getting a fix every time you watch the pornography. And so you can get addicted to it. And any form of addiction is bad for people. I would I would I would like to ask the the host, your co-host that said, you know, he jacks off regularly. Uh, May I ask your age? I am 46. Do you have any kids? I do. Are you married? Uh, the person I'm with now, I'm not currently married to. So but I have been married before. I have been okay, married so before. What, 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 wait, okay. So what, what destroyed your first marriage? Uh, my wife cheated on me. 
Okay, that that's fair. So why haven't you got married? How and long? The only reason he the only reason he found that out is because he was on a porno site. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's sorry. He's sorry. Giving a black dude a blowjob. Pornhub is a motherfucker, man. Pornhub is a motherfucker. No, all I'm saying, dude, if you can if you can jerk off and watch porn, you know, and have a healthy relationship, that's great. But I don't think the majority of men can. I think that you know it's it's a it's a dopamine fix, and the more pornography you watch, the more disconnected you become from your partner. Um, the more the more the harder it is for you to you know be romantic with them because you you start to view women as just a sexual exchange. You don't actually hey, you love objectify them. Yeah. Listen, just, listen to me just, and Zach on the same page. Yeah. It, you you literally view women as something you you can just come in like it's not a partner it's just it's 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 a sex toy you view women as a sex toy. But you know it, you also at the same time though if you look at the entire uh, history of civilization even before there was you know red, readily available pornography there was a certain uh, you know amount of men who always looked at women as just receptacles for cum you know what I mean so. Well, you know, I mean, it, it goes deeper than it goes deeper well, than just pornography. I would say you're wrong because the majority of men all throughout society, all throughout time, have fostered families. So I would disagree with you. Well, you can foster families and have a bit on the side. I, I'm saying that. I mean, if you look at, uh, you know, uh, okay, we can pretend that in the past. Uh, you know, it was uh, more of like, you know, uh, three or four or, five, or even, say, along in the past, you know, in, in a nine-family, you know, nine-person family home or whatever, and that people just got married when they were 18 and stayed with the wife, blah, blah, blah. Then you're overlooking, you know, the entire swaths of history where millions of people were wiped out by chlamydia and syphilis. And, I mean, so people have been fucking like rabbits since the dawn of time, and we've you know, died from it. If people really were monogamous up until like this last uh, 60 years, that wouldn't be the case. So we know that, you know, if you look at Roman times, they were engaged in orgies. Uh, so, you know, sexu- sexuality and how people behave sexually fluctuates, you know, uh, back and forth throughout, you know, the course well, of human first, history. First, first, of all, first of all, there's, there's a lot of stuff you said to unpack there. Uh, and actually, I can speak to, to both of those points. Uh, and if you're in front of your computer, stand free to correct me because I will tell you you're wrong. Uh, when it comes to chlamydia and gonorrhea and even HIV, these are problems within the African-American community. These these diseases have not widely affected the white community at all. If you are a straight Syphilis ravaged white, Europe in the 1500s. It ravaged no, no, Europe. Wait, 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 wait. wait. We're going to get to it. We're going to get to it. I'm talking about right now. We'll get we'll get to that. So, in the 20th 21st century, these diseases are not. If you if you are a straight white male, you have almost zero chance of getting these diseases if you're also not a drug user. When we come to 15th century Europe, uh, you know that's something totally Except different. Except for There's like, no like herpes or the clap, right? I'm sorry. I mean that. But, well, like say like. Herpes and the clap, you know, those tend to they, those those 
do be sought like straight white males. No, no. STDs are incredibly low against straight white males, incredibly low compared to other minorities, incredibly mm-hmm. low. You, you can look at it, you can pull it up and look at the, a graph while we're talking. The straight straight white men who, who do not use drugs, they are incredibly low on that list. Well, especially what well, of course when it comes to AIDS, because the you know the two things uh, that would uh, essentially give you AIDS, um, uh, so, drug use and I have this on the go, left. Go ahead, Disparities continue to persist in rates of STDs among some racial minority or Hispanic groups when compared with rates among whites. This is also true across a wide variety of other health status indicators, providing evidence that race and Hispanic ethnicity in the United States are population characteristics strongly correlated with other factors affecting overall health status, such as income, employment, insurance coverage, and educational attainment. In 2017, the most recent year for which national data on poverty and insurance status are available, the overall proportion of the United States population living in poverty was 12.3%, or a decrease of 0.4% from 2016. Although the overall poverty rate declined over the last few years, many Americans continue to face systemic challenges to achieving their full economic potential. The poverty rate in 2017 for whites was 8.7%. For blacks, it was 21.2%. Um, you see that? Okay, so wait. wait but see, wait, listen, 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 listen. They're making wait, a class let me give you argument. Actual, wait, yeah. wait, wait, wait. Let me give you actual numbers. Let me give you actual numbers. 8.7%. Wait, I'm giving you actual numbers, man. This is right here, black and white. 8.7%, which is 16.9 million people. For blacks, was 21%, but that's only 8.9 million people. So there's literally double the amount of poor whites than there is poor blacks. Yeah, but you're, you're, but you're not looking at the per capita of what that means. Yeah. And what does that have to do with STDs? And first, first of all, what well, that, well, that's, that's, that's what I'm talking about. They're that, making that, an argument that, that, those that if you are, are for the people that, that have STDs. In, that if you're in poverty, you're less likely to be to have a stronger family structure. Say you're less likely to be sexually educated, um, right. okay. and so therefore you get more STDs. And that's the, that's the claim that I think that what he just read is making. Right. Well, let that's me ask what it's you something. Let me, let me let me ask you something. Uh, let's let's compare let's compare West Virginia, which is the third fourth state in the country. To you know, let's say Chicago, which is you know pretty pretty much the same size. How come you know why doesn't West Virginia see the violent crime and the STD rate that Chicago sees? How come? Well, they do. They they see a hell of a overdose rate. Okay, is that violent crime? Is that it depends murder? how you look Everybody, at it. You know, how 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 come black communities kill each other left and right? Well, I mean, you're, I I I um, am not sure how to answer that to satisfy you. But it's poverty. So you really think it's actually it, it's happening because they are less advanced than white people, as, as just genetically. Okay. All right. Uh-huh. 
but I mean, I mean, we 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 can we they shouldn't be treated differently. But without a fact, it's proven it's a proven scientific fact that their average IQ is like eighty seven, ninety. That's their average IQ. You know, James, when Europeans when when Europeans got to Africa, we had boats. They didn't even have the wheel yet. They are very they are way less advanced. Than way and actually having them here and having them compete with us is unfair and a disadvantage to them. All right, so let's okay. We're gonna go over the crime rates per capita in the United States. All right. Well, okay. I mean, he's just, right. He's I'm right. Put, There's more in black communities. The crime rate's always higher. I mean, that's not anything that can be debated. But the question is why, you know, and that's the thing that's debated. It's not because genetically they're inferior. And I'm going to tell you, South South Dakota is going to be a terrible place because it's going to be fucking cold, and they don't even know how to fucking make a wheel. <laughs> Funny, dude. I'm not visiting South Dakota. Yeah, dude. I mean, that could be an all white state any day. But wait, I want to read these numbers. <laughs> no. So listen, this is the like the lowest violent, wait, no, the highest violent crime rate per capita is, anyway, I want to tell you guys what state? Illinois. Oh, wait, the hi- highest per capita. The highest crime rate? Yeah, per, per capita. capita. What state? Yeah. Or maybe maybe. Did you Illinois. did you already Illinois. name the first? No, I haven't named it yet. Oh, I would say it probably would be either Florida or Illinois. It is Alaska. No, those yeah. fucking pieces oh, wait, of wait, shit. Wait, wait. Where, where, <laughs> does it mostly is it mostly Fairbanks? Is it mostly Fairbanks? Because Fairbanks has a horrible, horrible gang problem. Uh, well, what kind of gangs are op- what kind of gangs are operating up there? Actually, they I haven't heard anything thing. about this. So, yeah, so like when when the when well, the I mean, state of Alaska, every place in the nation really has a horrible gang problem. Well, right now, really. when, oh, when Alaska, Alaska? When Alaska, yeah, yeah. When they started when they started giving out uh, checks for the oil, you know, dividends. Uh, yeah, like a thousand dollars per per month or something. Is that how, what they do? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of minorities moved up there, and Fairbanks has been turned into a, a, a gang war. They said there's something no. gang violence. I, I oh, have absolutely. a hard time believing. I have a hard time believing. They they said after, they said after the winter time, you find bodies in the snow. Mm. Well, you think that that you I, that's that's bizarre to me. Uh, I don't know. I've never heard anything about that, but that's that's something I would uh, definitely be interested in reading about. That that Fairbanks is, is a this is also for population. This is also for population. So, you know, ten, per ten capita. Yeah, yeah. So if you have such a small uh, number of people living in in a, a place, it would only take one crime wave to to really spike those numbers. Yeah, uh, we. I mean, if if we really want to talk about the most the most dangerous place to live in America, without a doubt, would be uh, Chicago. Well, now it seems oh. so because you hear about like you know fifty two people dying in a weekend and that sort of thing, and it's just it's a city of six million people, but that's a lot of fucking people to die over the course of like a weekend. And it's and it's, and it's weekend after weekend. Mm-hmm. Not to that extent. But every weekend, at least four people are killed. So I mean, that's a lot of people. 
Uh, well, not to burst you guys' bubble, but according to the list I'm looking at, Illinois is 19th on the violent crime rate. Uh, as total murders, 884. Uh, but they are all, all probably centered in Chicago. Oh, right. I'm sure they, uh, yeah, as a poverty rate of 12.1%, which is the 22nd lowest, which isn't bad, so but right of, in the middle. Instead of, instead of states, uh, if you could try to find the, the most dangerous cities for let's say 2019. Most dangerous cities in America. <laughs> well, according to this, the 100 most dangerous cities in America, number one is Anniston, Alabama. I've never even fucking heard of that place. Uh, <laughs> Number two, <laughs> number two, Alabama is following up with number two in Bessemer, Alabama. This is per capita, but they, I mean, there's a little place called Anniston, Alabama. It's so dangerous that there's only one guy who lives there, and every time you come in, he kills you. <laughs> like every time you cross the fucking line into Anniston, he just kills you. So yeah, per capita, but, there's only one guy. And <laughs> that's, that's, what's, that's, what, that's what's misleading. These are per capita. So if there's like, and it's like per one to one hundred thousandth uh, when they do the crime rate. Uh, so like it's very very misleading. Uh, I can tell you. This is violent, violent crime rate per one thousand. Yeah, that's not it's bad. Very, there's not there's probably not even a thousand people that live in fucking Anstead, Alabama. So of course, if one person gets murdered, it's like holy shit, you don't want to be here. <laughs> All right. Yeah. So let's like say, I told you, it's it's just the guy. It's just the one guy, and he's got a terrible temper. Like yeah. there are yeah. like I'm I'm trying to <laughs> find Chicago. I'm trying to find Chicago on this list. I've now found another Pritchard, Alabama, Muskegon Heights, Michigan, which and this is like moral, per capita. I think the moral. Like I think capita, the moral of the story. Nineteen point four five. The moral of this Wait. story is stay the fuck out of Alabama. Right, Little Rock, wait, Little Rock, Arkansas is twenty-one. Darby, Pennsylvania is twenty-two. I got Milwaukee, Wisconsin. That's the biggest city we've gotten to so far. That's the twenty-fourth on the list with a violent crime rate of fifteen point nine percent, or fifteen point nine per one thousand. Of what? Wait, wait, what kind of crime? Violent Violent crime. crime. Not even murder, eh? No, just violent crime in general. And at what point, uh, and maybe Zach, you could help us out with this. Do you know at what point a crime becomes a violent crime? Well, from from my understanding, anything that's sexual in nature or uh, aggressive in nature is a violent crime. So sexual okay, so assault. Okay, very low grade activity. Well, look, so, Indianapolis, I mean, Indiana, so, which is where I am from, actually, is on is forty one, which is before Chicago, and. That list is such bullshit, dude. Like, I mean, this. I mean, it's, given, it's, it's, it's pulling from statistics. I don't understand. Like, these are the actual it's, statistics. It's, it's very, it's very, it's very misleading. It's very misleading. You know, I can. Oh, wait, what did you want me to Google about like violent crime among African Americans or something? 
Sure, well, because yeah, I, I, I understand what he's saying. If we, if we are going to take the idea that African-American communities are more violent than white communities, you could say that, okay, well, Chicago's got uh, 8 million people. Um, 1 million of them are black. They live in segregated areas, and so, and so that's throwing off why Chicago isn't number one. I, that's well, what I think we're, what me, he's kind of saying. But, but I mean, no, I don't no, know if that's the case. But, no. But, no, just bring, just bringing up, just just bringing up black crime would be biased as well. But like, let's be real. Well, you bet. Okay. African Americans are thirteen percent of the population, and they commit fifty four percent of the of the murders. Thirteen to fifty, bro. Yeah. Well. Um, and that's and that's uh, something that needs to be addressed. And I don't think the way to properly address it is to send them to South Dakota. I think the way to address it is to kind of figure out together as a community what the fuck we need to do to address it. Now, I agree with you here that um, we're not even trying. And so it breeds a lot of frustration amongst a lot of people that frustration can get misplaced and you can end up thinking that the answer is having separate nations. But I'm telling you, it's, it's a pie. That's pie in the sky stuff because it can't be sustainable. There's no way for it to why be sustainable you, without uh, an actual uh, right, race listen, listen, I have some more facts. Uh, I have some more facts. Wait, wait, one second, one second, one second. Why do you have a savior complex? How, as a white liberal man, how come you think uh, I you don't have a savior complex? <laughs> I don't, man. Well, he just thinks everybody I, deserves a fair shot, man. That's not a savior complex. It's a pie in the sky. It can't work. That's how things have worked for, for all the way up to the, the 19th century. That's how it still right. works in the majority of the world. Still in Africa today, they live on tribal boundaries. Still, you know, in some parts of Eastern Europe, they live on tribal boundaries. Parts in South America, they still live on tribal boundaries. It's North America and Western Europe who doesn't. So why why is it that the rest of the world can live that way, but to say to have it here is a pie in the sky dream? You're the one because the rest of the world's a shithole, dude. That's why the rest of the world's a shithole. You know, we're trying to live up to better standards. Maybe that's because of international banking. That's a whole other conversation. But uh, can I just read these statistics, please? So according to the yeah, NCV, according to the NCVS, which is the National Crime Victimization Survey, 43% of violent criminal acts and 53% of violent crime, not verbal threats or cuts and bruises, were, were reported to the police. Overall, black, 49%, and indigenous Americans, 48%, victims reported most often higher than whites, 42%, and Asians, 40%. That's just who reports. So serious violent crime and aggravated assault against blacks, 58% and 61%. Um, all right, that just tells us who reported. What the fuck? Crime statistics. Yeah, right. Why commit crimes against blacks and whites? So, 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 so I mean, this is not a, conspir- a conspiracy. You're just reading those okay. statistics, which right. proves that white people are a majority Wait. and they're involved in less crime. But, but the thing is, in 2013, African Americans accounted for 52.2% of all murderers, with whites at 45.3%, and Asians, Indigenous Americans, 2.5%. 
Of the above, 21% were Hispanic. But the thing about the Asians is... The, the thing about the Asians, though, blacks. It says, and the next line says blacks account for a majority of gun homicide victims and arrestees in the United States. In the U.S., whites, including Hispanics, account for the majority of non-gun homicide victims and arrestees. But so, I just want to make so I, I just want to make you a quick point. Black. Yeah, go ahead. Um, the, the Asian population that you said was like eight percent of the murders or whatever. Yeah. Of, of course, they're 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 much less than everyone else, but they're sneaky about it. <laughs> no, Go ahead. That, that, that almost that that is almost <laughs> that is almost per capita of their population. So no, every every race every race commits violent crime per per one percent of their population, except for blacks. Every every race is equally distributed, except blacks. Blacks are 13% of the population and commit 52% of murders. 13% of, of this country is committing 52% of the murders. Think about that. 13% is committing more than half the murders. If you got rid of all blacks in America, we would have the safest country in the world. Yes, but in order to get rid of all the black people in America, it would be an incredibly unsafe country for them because you would have to murder them. And that's where I feel that white nationalism, that's what it's really leaning towards. You know, I mean, because why couldn't we why couldn't we pay them reparations and and resettle them? (laughs) Well, I mean, what if they wanted that? What if they wanted that? What if they wanted that? But what if they didn't? And so th- okay. this is where, you know what I'm saying? I, I, it seems like you're dealing, your entire worldview is dealing on uh, hypotheticals and theories that can't possibly ever happen. So you're never, so never going to be happy. I will tell you, I will tell you what's going to happen, my man. Uh, let me be real with you. Um, okay. I think Donald Trump is going to lose the election. I think that, mm-hmm. you know, blacks are going to be more emboldened. I think that Biden is going to pick Kamala Harris as his running mate. And what we're going, going to see yes. is the same thing we've seen in South Africa with the Rose Movement. We're going to see white monuments tore down, white history erased. Anything that's white will be condemned to be racist, and you will have blacks murdering whites. This, here's what it's going to come down to. Blacks can either leave or take a piece of land, or we will slaughter them. That's what that's what's going to happen. That's what's going to happen. Okay, they, so they, there they, you go. That, I was right. That is that is essentially the 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 end view. Yeah. You have to leave, or you will be killed. So what if yeah, like during this like resolution, that, like your part that, of where that, you that, live ends up black? Would you get up and move? Yes. If that yes. If that yes. I'll, yes. Absolutely. But, if they, would they have to pay yes, you like reparations for your home, or would yes, you just like okay. get nothing for it? Yes. Dude, no, no, they don't. They they don't owe us shit. I would be so happy if we just paid every black man and woman and child to get the fuck out of here. I'd be so happy. It would be worth it. You if you pay if you paid every if you paid every black American a million dollars, you would make up the welfare deficit in ten years. So. Um... Suddenly, South Dakota doesn't seem that bad. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> they're gonna have fucking 
ski resorts because uh, I, I, I heard even though they hadn't uh, up until 1900 invented the wheel, uh, they had invented skis over there in Africa. So that is funny. No, no, let's talk about something else. So you got <laughs> I'm being criticized for my humor by Zachary. Uh, you, do, you do, you do, you do think that you do think that Biden's going to pick Camilla Harris. Do you agree? There's no other. There's no other person he could possibly pick, and I think it's going to be bad for him. I don't, I'm not even. I, I'll tell you something, Zach. I think that Trump's going to win. That's just my personal opinion. Um, I think that. Um, I think that your views are, are – I'm happy to talk to you. I think you're, you, you seem like a civil guy. Um, I think your views are a little misplaced just in my, in my opinion. But I think that you're, uh, you're projecting what you hope will happen because you're hoping that there's going to be violence and badness and that this will play out in, in order for what you want to eventually happen, happen, you know, a race war. I don't want a fucking race war. And I think that most Americans don't, and I think that's actually going to work in Trump's favor. And actually, I don't think he's do going to lose the election. Do, do you know, actually, for the first time in my life, I voted Democrat. Uh, I actually switched my, my, my parties for the election, uh-huh. and I, I actually was a supporter of Tulsi Gabbard. And she's not even a white woman, but I was a very big supporter <laughs> of Tulsi Gabbard. She looked white to me. What is she, like half Polynesian or something? Uh, she's Polynesian. Yeah, Polynesian and white. Okay. okay. All right. Well, Tulsi Gabbard was, uh, I think, uh, just absolutely maligned uh, by the Democratic Party. They de- There's definitely something that the Democratic Party wants, and they wanted to have a female president, and especially an African-American female president. They want that. There's no two ways about it. That's not any kind of um, a conspiracy theory. And I think the idea is for uh, for Biden to pick her, win the election, and then maybe even resign. Yeah. So uh, you know, whatever. We'll see. Only to, you know, time will tell. I, I, uh, I, I would say that I think that the, the Democratic Party, just like the Republican Party, uh, they're all. Honestly, they're all neoliberals. They're all neoliberals who, you know, are war hawks um, and want to send. I mean, and this is coming from somebody who's well, in the military. Well, that's where Tulsi Gabbard was different. Is she's not a war hawk. Exactly, and and she was also in the military, and that's why I was yeah. a huge supporter. You know, she she wanted to actually talk to Assad. You know, she wanted to talk. You know, to the to the to the Shah in Iran. You know, I, and honestly, I think that we should work more with Iran than we should Saudi Arabia. You know, I, I mean, coming from somebody who's been in the Middle East, I would much rather talk mm-hmm. to the Shias than the Sunnis. The Sunnis, I don't well, trust I mean, a bit. I don't trust Arabia. I mean, doesn't that boil down to money, though? Oh, yeah, it's all oil. It's all oil reserves and stuff mm-hmm. with the Saudis. Um, I, I mean, but the Saudis, dude, the Saudis, you know, they, they finance bin Laden. Mm-hmm. And let me ask you a question. Um, when you were in the military, it was all it was all through the Obama administration, right? Uh, yes. Okay. And so I'm not asking your personal feelings about Obama. I'm talking about the people that when you were just kind of listening to people talk, getting a, a read on how the people around you we felt hate. about him. Was it positive or we negative? Hate we hate him. We, we hate him. But you all we, hated we, him, or? Yes. Well, I can I can tell you why. Well, first of all, the military is. Well, so I was in the combat side. So you know, my 
the people I was around was white rural Americans. So that has to come into play, of course. But when we had the military budget cuts, the first thing that happened was our defects on our bases got cut. So instead of having a defect right by my barracks, it got shut down, and I had to go. Wait, five what is a defect? Uh, cafeteria. Uh, cafeteria. Uh, cafeteria. Okay, gotcha. James, so, so the, how the embarrassing you didn't know that. The mil- <laughs> go ahead, go ahead. Go ahead, Zach. The military. <laughs> the military was taking money out of my check every week to pay me three meals a day, but I never got time to actually go to that defect except once a day. Because I could only go at dinner when I was off work. I couldn't go for lunch. Couldn't go for breakfast. It was too far from where I had to be in formation. So I got fucked there. So what did you do? You only ate once a day? Well, no, Could no, you like, like talk to like I'll, one of your supervisors and be like, yo, I don't got time to eat breakfast or lunch. You guys got me yeah, running five hungry. miles a day? <laughs> I'm fucking Can't hungry, Sam bring me a fucking sandwich <laughs> from the chow hall? And you're fucking charging me for shit I'm not getting. <laughs> you could, you, I mean, it's like... Uh, uh, I guarantee you the uh, the Karen troop over there got three meals a day. Yeah, we were getting the Karen, we were getting the the Karen platoon. <laughs> yeah, that's bullshit. Oh, and this is another <clears throat> My nephew, is another so like, I was trying, I texted him. My nephew was actually in the Marines as well. He was in Canada. He was in the Middle East. And, uh, yeah, he like, uh, I don't know if he's <laughs> Up by it, I know he's changed a lot since he's gotten back. I haven't really talked to him that much about what happened over there, but um, he's going through a lot of shit right now, and he just had a new kid. But uh, you know, I'm hoping he like changes his ways. But you, I mean, but you're good, Zach, as far as like not suffering from P- PTSD. Uh, I mean, I don't. I, it's not to any point to where it affects my life. No. So like yeah, if, so you when you were in the like, when you were in the Marines, like you obviously had to go out on patrol was, with like black guys, right? I was Army. So, no, he's oh, you're he, Army. You oh, missed you're Army. Entire, you missed his oh, entire okay. thing. He was saying there's very few black guys uh, in his troops. But but my question to you is if when you watch these Army uh, uh, recruitment uh, commercials. Nowadays, it's always, you know, they'll show uh, the black guy, the white guy, the Chinese guy, but it's always interspersed. It'll be like the black guy and then a girl, you know, know, the Chinese guy and then a girl, then the white guy and then a girl doing something. (laughs) Is there a female presence there like the the army would want you to believe through those recruitment commercials or or what? You want to hear a funny story about a female in the military? Let me tell uh, definitely. you. When, when we got our orders to go to Afghanistan, so mm-hmm. I lived in a barracks. Uh, my barracks was only men because it was all mm-hmm. just uh, – I was a cavalry scout. I did reconnaissance. My whole barracks was just – They don't have co-ed cavalry. barracks, do they? What's that? Do they have co-ed barracks anywhere? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, really? So, yeah. Okay, anyway, I'm sorry. I interrupted you. Go ahead and tell the story, and we'll talk later. When we got our orders for Afghanistan, we were told over in my barracks that there was a girl in the next barracks over uh, that didn't want to go. So she was letting dudes just come in and smack it. 
and just line up and smack it. Well, good for her. You know, that's, that's, she's better than Rosie the fucking Riveter. She's helping the boys out. It literally, it literally happened, dude. I went over there and there was a line of dudes. And they were they were just dudes, they were just balls. Wait, did you join in? No. I, no I, he, I, just, I he just filmed it. He just filmed it and uploaded <laughs> it on Pornhub. He filmed it, uploaded on Pornhub, and then like 15 years later, you jerked off to it, you fucking deviant. <laughs> No, that's real, dude. That that's that's my impression of women in the army, dude. They like literally, they 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 love the attention and they, they love getting promoted. But as soon as it's time to go somewhere, they're like, "Get me pregnant, homeboy," and they just lay there and take their shorts off. <laughs> oh, so that was the the point behind it is to get pregnant. So you get what do you get uh, honorably discharged or how does that work? Yeah, yeah, you get discharged and you don't have to get deployed. Okay. Well, she I mean, holy shit. She, she, dude. I, I can, I can. So, so, so in other words, I gotta, I gotta be honest with you. If, if somebody told me that I could like be boy to Afghanistan or get railed in the ass, like, I might like, just just, like think about getting railed in the ass. <laughs> I'm like, well, do you have any lube? Because I can't fucking deal with that shit that's going on over there. Oh my goodness! <laughs> and I, you know, uh, but so oh, so. In other words, what you so what you're saying is there. So you're saying, are you saying that there wasn't a major female presence in the army, or that there was, but just not no, when it came to actually fighting? Uh, there, I mean, there's not a major presence. I mean, there are women in the military who make good careers out of it, but. Mm-hmm. Again, I was very segregated from the normal jobs. They keep combat jobs separated. So, I mean, you yeah, know, all I got you. was infantry and cavalry. We saw very few women. And the women we did see and the women that were around our, you know, you know mm-hmm. footprint, they just sucked dick and got fucked. And, and was there um, – were there any women that actually engaged in, like – Combat, like actually shooting and killing people. No. 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 Okay. All right. So that still has not happened. It's not something that's going to happen. You well, think? well, well, well. I'm not saying I don't know. We just now started training women to be infantry and cavalry and rangers. So I, I imagine they, they could be good, like say snipers or something. Maybe if they have if they're no, a good shot they're or. They, no. You can't, you can't, okay. You can't sign up to be a sniper. You, be you have to just to work up the ranks? Okay. No, no. It's not even working up the ranks. You have to get picked uh, from your – so, like, when you go to basic, uh, you know, you do rifle qual, and when you go to your AIT or, you know, your one-station unit training, OSIT, you, you do rifle qual. And if you do so good on rifle qual, you might be asked if you're interested in, in sniper school. Mm-hmm. It's not a job. The school and a designation. Gotcha. Okay. Gotcha. So it's, I mean, it's just a, a question of uh, natural born talent. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And and there's no the, the only women that I know that have ever seen anything were truck drivers mm-hmm. who got caught in the wrong place at the wrong time. 
Yeah, which, I mean, you can go back to World War One, and it was the same thing. They would drive the trucks. So, yeah, they would drive the ambulances or whatever. Uh, yeah, okay. Well, that's interesting. I mean, that's all interesting stuff. And, and so um, what are your thoughts essentially on the military after leaving it? Well, it's very mixed. Uh, I like the military, but I don't mm-hmm. like for Israel. Are you pro or anti-Israel? Anti. Oh, you are, but doesn't that seem to be like... And that's the one thing. Here's the, here's the one area that I could never wrap my head around is why people feel one way or another about the Israel um, uh, thing because in you know, Pakistan because it's like, uh, doesn't it make a strange bedfellow that you would be sidling up to like uh, Muslim extremists? still there repeat that oh I I was just saying that's the one thing I don't understand about the Israel-Palestine thing is that like it seems like politics you know um, extreme politics it makes strange bedfellows because um, what's why are Jews worse than Muslim democratic Jews worse than Muslim extremists I mean, didn't we, the whole point you were in the military is because we went to war to fight Muslim extremism, right? Well, I could answer that. Uh, So when I think about it, Palestine doesn't come to America and interfere with our foreign policy or our international policy. Uh, I don't want to sound like a conspiracy theorist. But Jews no, are very you are too late. I'm sorry, but too late, my man. <laughs> what, 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 what have I said that's conspiracy? But, uh, but, but Israel, uh, if they wanted, if they would just stay, stick to themselves and wouldn't fuck around, that'd be fine. But the, the Jews have a, das, you know, a diaspora that's all over the Western world. And they influence everything from from banking to profit. I know, but here's the thing. And can I just interject real quickly? Um, it seems to me like you're talking about people that have – you're talking about, say, white culture. We have better genes to actually go no. ahead and, and say, we've, you know, we've been given the shit, but we can actually rise up through the ranks and become leaders of our own lives. What you're describing Jews as being is that very thing. They've been that's a lie. tossed that's from. A lie. No, that's a lie. Because never once, never, never once did I say that white people should rise up, become the leaders of themselves, and influence you know people in their own homes. I've never once said that white people should go to Africa or to Asia or anywhere else and try to marry into their families and influence them with banking and usury. I've never said that. That is what Jews do. No, but I mean, even even if you look at the white people in America, we were at one point immigrants that came over. Uh, and wow. We weren't immigrants. We but, weren't immigrants. But, we weren't immigrants. We were explorers and colonizers. 
We were not immigrants. Okay. There was no so that's a Jews were. They, they wanted to explore Poland. Didn't work out for them. They wanted to explore Germany. Didn't work out for them. You're using liberal words. You're using liberal words. You're using liberal words. If to be an immigrant, to be an immigrant, you are coming from a nation to a nation. We did not come to a nation. We came to the wilderness and found tribes of Indians killing each other, and then we wiped them out and created a nation. The white man created America. There was no nation here when we got here. It was wilderness. We built it from ourselves, and we promised it to our own progeny. This was our land, our land. Even in, in, you know, in our founding documents, to immigrate here, you had to be a white man of good character. Until until you know, until 1965, when that was changed, our immigration act was re, was rewritten by two Jews. Well, I think uh, James, the I think the last podcast we did, I was saying this land was made for you and me. To you, remember? Yeah, you were. Yeah, I was. So again, me and Zachary on the same page. <laughs> you know, I know, but, I, know, I, know I mean, you disagree, but I. I know. I know we disagree, yeah. but I like you guys because you're actually open for conversation. No, I'm totally open. I have, but I'm going to tell you something, Zachary. Um, what you say, I am a guy that um, I'm kind of. I, I would say I'm. I'm an absurdist. I don't put too much stock in reality itself, but some of the things you say are actually shocking me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? They but actually are shocking me. I don't see. Well, see, that's weird. I don't. I don't think I'm that radical, man. I just think that every people deserve self determination. No, I think you're you're exceptionally radical, but that's okay. You're allowed to be, and that's why America's a fucking great place. You're allowed to be a radical, um, but you know, self determination is 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 something that can only exist when it's taught to you, right? I don't think that it's a gen, I don't think it's a genetic underline. You know what I'm saying? Well, I disagree. I disagree because for most of human history, uh, we lived in tribal societies. So that's why there's, you know, self segregation is innate. It doesn't have to be taught. If you take somebody and if you take ten people, five white, five black, they will migrate to their own people and set up their own things. It's it's like the theory of the high school the high school lunch table. Why kids migrate to each other that looks like them. We self segregate without even knowing it or realizing it. That's what happens in prison. Well, it, it's oh. innate. James? We have to be told yeah. to live together. You got anything to offer in this? Uh, I mean, no, I, I just... it, is, it, is, it is true that obviously um, people of uh, a certain ilk tend to congregate with each other. I mean, if, you find, if you're a person that has a naturally um, – a rebelled sense of humor. You're going to find someone like that to hang out with. Um, so yes, we we do cluster ourselves in different tribes. There's no two ways about that. But you know, part of the American experiment, you know, and part of even even if you're looking at 60 years ago or, or 100 years ago or 200 years ago that we were talking talking up um, was that uh, bring in and you got to you got to realize that there was a time where Someone right now that you just consider a white guy, he's, he's got Italian blood in him. And back in the day, it was – you were talking about Italians the same way you'd be talking about Jews. You know? So no. when people – but that's, yes. That's, 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 
That's a fallacy. That's a fallacy. I'm third-generation Irish-American. My great-grandpa moved here from Ireland and was treated like dog shit and couldn't even yes. live in one But listen, mm-hmm. he, he assimilated. These other races yes. don't assimilate. That's the problem. And, and, and here's Except, the thing. When you, when you say American experiment, American experiment, when you ask a black man, what are you? They say, first, I'm a black man. When you ask a Hispanic man, what are you? First, they will say, I'm Hispanic. When you ask an Asian, what are they? I'm Asian. When you ask a white boy, what is he? Oh, I'm goth, or I'm an absurdist, or you know, I'm a liberal, I'm a conservative. They never claim their race first. We are the only people who don't do that because we have been beaten down to think that our racial identity is horrible. Well, no, I okay. Well, I mean, I understand what you're saying, but um, at the same time, uh, it's also just because we tended as uh, Anglo-Saxons to look like each other. You know what I'm saying? So I'm Irish too. I'm also German, and so um, uh, I just I, after after what I'm saying is yes, I am. But what I'm saying is after a few generations. Uh, someone would look at me and just think I'm a wasp, you know, like, which was essentially what America was predominantly for um, ages, you know, just predominantly. So I'm, we were able to assimilate much easier. But the thing about assimilation is that, do you realize that they say after about two generations, um, Latin Americans uh, consider themselves white, you know, so they assimilate very well. Um so I, you know, I don't know. Well, I could I could blow that theory in the water. Uh, that would be true for uh, especially especially true when it comes to Cubans. Your theory, what you just said, has been proven true for the first and second generation of Cubans who came to America. That that study was done one. The rest of Hispanics never consider themselves white, and they vote ninety eight percent liberal. And now Cubans, who are third and fourth generation, are returning back to national identity and viewing themselves as Cubans, not Americans. So, no, you're wrong. The studies are there. You're wrong. Okay, well, I mean, it doesn't hurt my feelings if I'm wrong, but uh, I I just – my point is I think that um, the more uh, different – a culture look. Oh, yeah, and then we're totally overlooking the fact that the Asian Americans, their their entire identity is about assimilating into America. You know, um, to to where when you meet like a second generation Chinese person, they're like, "Hey, how are you doing? My name is Ben Yang." You know, I mean, so like, so I mean, so assimilation. Go ahead, go ahead. But what 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 do they what do they speak at home? I don't know. Let me ask you, do other races who immigrate here know their native tongue? Well, it depends. Predominantly. Predominantly, yes. I mean, that's a valid point, I suppose. You're German German and Irish. Do you know German? No, I don't know German. I can do an impression. Sounds like I, I'm fucking up a loogie. <laughs> I, I, I speak I speak Panamiri. So you're you're Irish. Do you know? Do you speak it? Do you know it? Do you know where you come from? The Gaelic? What are you talking yeah. about? Oh no, I don't I don't. How come you don't speak your 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 ancestors' tongue? They do. 
They know well, they're not speaking. You, but you can use that argument people. with with uh, African American people. They're not speaking Kenyan, but of course it's been a long, long time. Well, because they were stolen. They were stolen. They were stolen. I speak and, a native tongue of my people. I'm Irish. What is it? Give me a beer? <laughs> Listen, you bitch. <laughs> You're annoying me. Give me a beer. Don't let me give you an Irish kiss. <laughs> <laughs> so, so we're all Irish here. We're all Irish here. Uh, well, different, I'm, like I said, I'm Irish German. So. Okay. Well, we all have Irish in us to differing degrees. Uh, let me ask, do you know anything about, you know, like, you know, the Republic of Ireland and the Northern Ireland and, like, the British occupation? Yeah. Yeah, I know that the, I know that the Brits are pieces of shit. Uh, you know, if, if you're an Irish, a true Irishman, I'm not because I've, again, assimilated. I'm over here and I look at things, you know, I look at things. Uh, you, you do eat Lucky Charms quite a bit. I, I do. I like them. <laughs> You, you, I mean, my wife just my wife just made shepherd's pie. If you guys want to come over, we can have some natties and eat shepherd's pie. <laughs> oh my god, I love shepherd's pie. <laughs> oh, shepherd's pie. If you didn't pie. live in such okay, a shitty yeah. state, I Wait. might take you up on that offer. <laughs> All right, we're gonna hop in the car. We'll be there in about fourteen hours. Oh, uh, good. Where, 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 where are you guys? In like the Midwest? No, no, no. I'm I'm in Florida, and this guy's in New York. Oh well. Oh, oh, okay. Well, Florida, you're really close to me. I'm in South Carolina. Yeah, because they're about three and a half hours, right? Yeah. Uh, well, it depends. Orlando. I'm like six hours away from Orlando. Uh, I'm really I'm really close. Yeah, so, to so it's literally like about three and a half hours. So what you could do is you could put in birth of a nation, and by the time it's over, I'd be there. <laughs> <laughs> Come on, I'm not, I'm not on take Alex, a joke. I'm not big on Alex Jones. I'm not big on Alex Jones type stuff. But um, mm. uh, New York. Uh, when I was in the military, the place I was stationed was in Fort Drum, uh, which is in Watertown, New York, upstate New York. Yeah, that's where I live. Watertown? No, not Watertown, but I live upstate. I live in all upstate. Watertown's a shithole, bro. <laughs> Like the only place well, in New we York just, actually we just we just, we just lost we just lost our three viewers from Watertown. <laughs> <laughs> Rochester was the only place I enjoyed in New York. Really, I've always heard horrible things about Rochester. Well, I mean, I had a I had a nice little girl I was seeing up there when I was in the army, so that probably made it better. <laughs> oh yeah. Yeah, exactly. I, I just like to, I <laughs> Apparently, to... Rochester is Rochester is his code word for pussy. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I really like Rochester. <laughs> there was that. There was that, and they had a Red Robin, so I, I really enjoyed it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a endless simple thing in life. Endless edge. <laughs> but, I mean, I've enjoyed being on you guys' show, man. Uh, I'd love to call in again. All I right. mean, I mean, I don't know how you guys run. Sure well, we usually do about like two or three hours. It depends on how much bullshit we can spit out. Yeah, we're I mean, we're. Guys, uh... If you guys want to run through some like uh, some basic news headlines real quick and talk about them, we could. All right, go for that, right? Yeah, I'm up for. I'm up for about another half hour. Okay, sounds good. 
I like that we can actually talk for long. Yeah, man, definitely. All right, so. You guys are going to get canceled talking to a fascist, just so you know. Well, i tell you what. <laughs> Here's the thing. It is, uh, if you listen to most podcasts, if you have someone that is uh, just a member of the Republican Party, you're canceled. So, yes, we're very, very canceled. <laughs> <laughs> this motherfucker's so over. And after about 10 minutes, I was like, you know what? I don't give a fuck. <laughs> because seriously, when people, when people are talking about, there's so much lip service about we all need to talk to each other. We need to have open dialogue. Except, 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 except. You know what? There is no except. If we're either going to have open dialogue with each other, or we're not. You know, if and uh, if, like like if, I said, I find your views absolutely shocking, but that's okay. Uh, you know what I mean? Maybe if just well, if uh, if if you take one thing away from me, even if it was a humorous thing, I said I'm cool with it, and I'm sure you're very cool that um, I'm going to be. Um, Looking into the Aryan Brotherhood tonight after we get off the phone because you won me over. Don't, 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 don't look at those like low brow <laughs> redneck. Man. I can say much better. <laughs> but, uh, no, no. Uh, if, you guys, if you guys want to know who I am, I actually used to do a very popular podcast uh, and I got showed. But uh, I used to go by the name Zachy Zyklon and my podcast was Woke West Virginia. Uh was pretty pretty popular. I've been all over YouTube and and there were some big people, uh, you know, Richard Spencer, David Duke, Billy Roper, Eric Stryker. Did you so, talk to David Duke? Uh, I, I was at his birthday party. No way. Yeah. What's he? What's he like personally? <clears throat> uh, I was very disappointed. Oh, so he's a dick. I have actually heard that. Wait about a second. Him. Are you an Alabama lawmaker? Because one of the news sites I'm looking on says Alabama lawmaker resigns as preacher after attending <laughs> birthday party for KKK leader. <laughs> That's their real news headline. No, he's in fucking Myrtle Beach. Well, so, so okay. And how about, how, about, uh, how about Dick Spencer? Was he a decent guy or what? Uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm he's more a, but he's He's very, but he's, he's very uh, more elitist, but he's very genuine. He's very genuine. But but he's not an actual uh, nationalist, is he? Or is he? Oh yeah. Oh, he's dude. Uh-oh. He's, Uh-oh. So like, he had some shit, dude. He had some shit leaked. So I, I was at Charlottesville, uh, and he had some stuff leaked at Charlottesville, and he went he went off, dude. But no, he he's very genuine. He's just trying to you know reach a different kind of person than I do. I usually try to reach out to working class people. He more or less tries to reach out to college kids. Well, good luck with that, Richard. No, he's done. He's done very good. The alt right is made up of college. You'd, <laughs> you'd be surprised. You would be surprised. Well, I guess I, I might be surprised. I don't know. <clears throat> I mean, I don't. I don't. I don't think that I'm by any means uh, a dumb guy. Uh, I mean, I'm. No, very that's weak. why. That's why it hurts. That's why it hurts my heart that it seems like there seems to be a little bit of misplaced anger, but you know maybe I'm just misreading you, and that's possible too because we've only talked for an hour and a half. But um, yeah. I just want you to be happy, and I'm telling you, I, you're not going to be happy because things can't go the way that your ideology is going to dictate that they go. You know what I'm saying? 
I don't even, or maybe I'm wrong, and I'm okay. I'm okay because I've been wrong about so many things in my life. At at the end of the day, at the end of the day, uh, I'm you know I'm 29 years old. I have an amazing you know housewife. Uh, I have a family. Uh, I enjoy my politics. I enjoy my activism. But that's all, you know, second nature. Uh, to me, as long as I have a good job and I'm providing for my wife and fucking a hot girl, I really don't care. I mean, you know, I hope that my ideology comes to fruition. But I, don't I hope that your my, wife is the hot girl you're talking about fucking. No, oh, no, of course not. Dude, <laughs> no, the code, code word Rochester. <laughs> you should have said I've got a nice wife and I go to Rochester occasionally. <laughs> but, uh, now, do you, do you, but let me ask uh, you, well, while he's looking, James, you're doing a cracking job at looking up these news stories. But let me ask you this question, Zach. Well, um, I brought up a couple. There, That's what we're talking about. Okay. Has, has there ever been a, a moment in your life where – you became friends with someone, and then they revealed that maybe they were Greek or they were half Jewish or this or that. And then was that a conundrum or a quandary, a more a quandary for you, or could you just then continue to be friends with them? Oh well, I mean that that's that's a, I mean that's a good question actually. Uh, I mean I, I live in South Carolina. I'm I I'm in the minority where I live is predominantly black. Uh, maybe not in the area, but my overall area is predominantly black. They usually can't afford to live where I live. But anyway, <laughs> you know, I, I, I work with them all the time, and, you know, I can be friends with them on a personal level. Uh, I tell them, you know, my beliefs. I, I never hide my beliefs. I think you're a coward if you hide your beliefs. And I even tell other, like, white nationalists, if you just hide on, online, like 4chan and Facebook and post all this shit behind the avatar, you're a fucking then you're a coward. coward. Absolutely, yeah, you're you a coward. You should own. You should own whatever you say. If you believe something, you should own it. Uh, and mm-hmm. I can. I can get along. I can get along on a personal level with anybody, uh, besides Jews. I, I won't associate with any type of Jew. But any other race. <laughs> but that's the thing. There, here's the thing about Jews, man. My man is first of all, I'm a huge fan of Jews. Okay, but um, the thing I'm about the thing about Jews is you cannot. Always tell that a Jewish person is Jewish. So that's what I'm saying. What if you actually, you know, you're talking to some guy? In, well, I guess maybe the fa- the fact that you don't hide what you think might just clue him off right immediately. <laughs> so maybe there's not even a there's, maybe there's yeah there's no actually there's no actual way you could accidentally become friends with a Jew. After about three minutes, yeah, it's like, hey, you nice weather we're having it. today. It's like, yeah, well, the Jews don't have anything to do with that shit, those motherfuckers. I get it. I get it. So, so, but you said it was an interesting question. So there has never been a moment where you were like, oh, I like this guy, but I kind of don't, I don't agree with his, uh, his lineage. Has that ever happened? No, no. no. You're you're very you're you're very you're you're understanding white nationalism very wrong. It's not from hate. Like I said, I can get along with anybody on a personal level. But when it comes to building societies, we can't look at the individual. We have to look at collectives. We have to think about what's good for the collective. And I'll have no problem being friends with a black or you know or a Hispanic. I have no problem. I have no problem with that at all. I don't care. But just because just because I don't want them at my table doesn't mean I want them to starve. If that makes sense, it okay. does. Uh, but but it doesn't. 
like, it makes sense that, like, on a superficial level. Right, like what we're getting down to, like, like how do you like separate the economy of these like two societies now? Well, uh, listen, like, James, you're supposed to be finding news stories. Did you find oh, one? Yeah. They're all about fucking news. Trump, like every single one. So I don't know if you want to talk about. Uh, them I don't, look up, I'm look not, up. Uh, I'm I'm not a Trump supporter, so that's fine. It's funny how many uh, people. It's it's like you can imagine every different person from every different walk of life. And they're not a Trump supporter. <laughs> that's exactly, that's how you could actually hold hands with a Jew and skip down the street saying, fuck Trump. Uh, no, I'd throw pennies at their feet. But no, I, <laughs> uh, I voted for Trump in the first election. But, I mean, he's literally, he's literally done nothing. He talks like a nationalist, but he, he, he doesn't give us anything. And then I saw him on the news. Yesterday, I think it was in Texas, and I turned it to Fox News, and he's given a rally in Texas. And while all this shit is going on, COVID, the riots, he's talking about fucking oil exportation and jobs in Texas. And I'm like, you stupid motherfucker. Why are you talking about the economy right now when the country's fucking burning? Like, you want to throw this thing away. I mean, I, and, and not just that. I mean, I'm, I'm very right-wing. I would even consider – I would even – Go as far to say that I'm I'm a legitimate fascist. He's talking about postponing the election. That's to me that's dangerous because once that precedent has been set, my enemy can use it. So that's that's very dangerous talk. But you know what? I think that was actually uh, one person's dangerous and another person's frivolous because he has no ability to to oh, actually okay. make yeah so. But um, it just he's just full of loose talk, and he's really full of – me and James were talking about this the other day. He has impulse control problems, you know, so if, if, if something, you know, uh, again, like if a thought comes to him and it makes those dopamine receptors fire, then he's on Twitter and send, and it makes him excited, I think. I, that's the only way I can understand him. Um, but, you well, know, when you're in Texas and you're talking about how to make them more money with oil, that's not a bad thing either, you know, because uh, – it, it, uh, that, That's not the platform that's going to get him elected, though. If he wanted to get reelected, he needs to run on law and order and be a hardcore right-winger and talk about the shit, you know, that, that he's talking to people that's already going to vote for him. You can't do that. You've got you to, gotta, you know, mobilize more people. You have to mobilize the people who usually don't vote. That's what got him elected the first time. He needs to activate rural whites. You know, has to give them reason to vote. Well, and then you know, the whole thing is like, here's the thing: is um, you're undermining your own push. Well, here's the, it's it's you're undermining your own push because you are um, such a radical. And so when you're saying, you know, Trump needs to do this, Trump needs to do that, then they can just point to someone like you. And, uh, well, first of all, Trump is not a white nationalist, and he's never going to give you what you want. It's just never going to happen. And neither is any person that ever runs for the presidency of the United States. So you have to accept well, that. Well, if David Duke would have ran, we would have got our shit, man. David I'm telling Duke you what. did David Duke did run, and it was an embarrassment, right? Isn't that? Dude, so when I when I met him, when I met him, so me and my me and one of my best friends met him 
we went down to his birthday party, and uh, my best friend read all his has all of his books and read them all. And he was like, "Hey man, I have all your books. I've read them. I want you to sign them for me." And he said, "You want to buy them again?" And he's like, "Well, I already owe them." And he's like, "Well, buy some for your family." And I was like, "This motherfucker is just like pimping the movement." That's all David Duke's doing. That he's trying to live off the movement. He doesn't give a shit anymore. Well, I yeah, mean, that's that probably, sure. probably never did. Uh, <laughs> God damn it, David Duke. <laughs> You're, all right, so here's a headline that I think. think. Here's the headline that I think that our caller. Uh, I'm sorry, what's your name again? Zachary. Uh, Zach, I can't hey, I I remember your name. Uh, so, well, Army uh, Names. This says Army Names. James actually. Pa- you shut the fuck up. James literally has short term memory. So, go ahead. Army Names yeah, Independent Panel to review Fort Hood following Vanessa Guillen's killing. So, what are your thoughts? Have you, do you know about this story? So. I really don't know a lot about this. I mean, to me, this isn't major news. So so let's put this into perspective. Uh, Fort Hood is one of the biggest Army bases in the country. It's in Texas. It's, it's the size of a city. It's literally the size of a city, and they have killings and gang violence on base. I mean, it's a literal city. So, I mean, these murders in Fort Hood, I mean, that's just – it's overblown, overhyped. Uh, it's usually Hispanic crime and gang shit. Uh, so I really don't care too much about it. I feel like I should go You're there and start that, a documentary that, about it. It's not, dude. You're I mean, that, should they do a documentary on uh, one bitch killed in New York City? Do they have their own? So Fort Hood has its own. Do they have their own police force? Or, I mean, how much is it like yeah, a city? Dude, bro, every military. Every mil- dude, so yeah, they all have when military the, police, dude. Yeah, when when you're in the military, we have our own police force. We have our own laws. Uh, we we are subject to you know United States law, but we have even more laws on base. So we're even under more laws. But when something happens on base, the police mm-hmm. do not come and fuck around. It's all internal. And then you could it's, – is it, is it like a kangaroo court that happens if, like, say, one guy murders another uh, guy? It depends. Um, if you do something really bad, it's not a kangaroo court. But uh, if you do some dumb shit and you're a shitty soldier and you're, you know, your first sergeant doesn't like you, then, yeah, you're going to get a kangaroo court and usually get, like, extra duty, extra duty and shit like that. It really just depends on the sense – and what happens? It's very, very wide ranging. It's, I mean, it's like okay. I mean, I, it's hard for so me my, to explain. So my, my question then would be like, say if uh, you got two guys, they don't like each other, and one guy literally beats the other guy to death. Is does then the the state have jurisdiction to come in there and charge him, or is it just dealt within the military? It's going to, it's going to, it's going to be a military tribunal, and then it's going to go, he's going to go to Leavenworth. Uh, I've actually, uh, so, so, it's funny you say that. I, I, did, I mean, I didn't beat anybody to death, but I did get an Article 15 when I was in the military. Um, my second year in the Army, uh, we had this 19-year-old kid who got assigned to our unit. We took him out drinking, but he just came in. When we came back in, this uh, specialist that nobody liked was on CQ duty, which is like guard duty for our barracks. And he's like, mm-hmm. he just got this nice old drunk. 
I'm gonna I'm gonna tell I'm gonna tell the first sergeant. And I was like, if you tell the first sergeant, I'm gonna beat his fucking ass. And he's like, I did uh-huh. just fucking beat my And so I fucking beat the dog shit out of him in the middle of the barracks. And uh uh-huh. I got forty days extra duty. I had to work I had to work from six in the morning to midnight for forty five days. I lost Holy one month pay and then I got demoted to rank. Damn. Yeah. But I did but you, I at did the end of <laughs> when you I want to know what, the, what your thought process was when you were actually going through all of that punishment. Were you thinking, "Aha, this guy is I still beat the fucking shit out of this guy," or are you thinking, "Damn, I made a mistake." No, I wanted to beat his ass again. He <laughs> 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 got me locked up, you dumb motherfucker. Well, for, for, for the for the rest for the, for the other for the other two years. That we were in, everybody in our platoon made fun of him. He was like one of those guys that wanted to be a leader and like you know telling people. And every time he would say something, they'd be like, "Don't make us go get my last name," and he'd shut the fuck up. (laughs) (laughs) So I don't know, like, like, so I'm gonna go specifically, like this. I'm going back to like, this is like on the Jewish thing. Have you ever heard of a book called The Nuremberg Trial? Uh, you know, oh, well, you speak of kangaroo courts. That was one kangaroo court for sure. Well, yeah. it was a, it was not a kangaroo court. It was a show court. It was a show court, but it was a necessary show court, I believe. Not really. Uh, so we're coming up to like the end of the show. I will call in again to talk about that, but I do not want to get on Nuremberg and and all, on all that stuff tonight because that's way too much shit. I couldn't <laughs> actually talk about my feelings on that and explain it, you know, in the time we have left. <laughs> Well, it's up to you, but... Well, no, we don't have an hour left, James. I'm not willing to put in another hour in. But, <laughs> okay, uh, all right, all right. But, there's uh, too much, there's too much. I would rather I would rather just talk about some, some news for, like, 20 minutes, because that dude, when you when you go into Nuremberg and all that stuff, I have, I have some fear feelings, and I'm very, I, as you guys can tell, I'm very respectful, but there's way too much to unpackage than I can do in 20 minutes. Right. Well, exactly, and I, I think I just naturally have, have having been talking to you for two hours, know where that the Nuremberg uh, is going to lead. <laughs> so I don't. But, uh, well, I would I would say this. Uh, I guess you guys you guys do your show once a week. Uh, it depends. I mean, we're uh, kind we of do it when we feel like it. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. Well, yeah. I'll tell you what. Uh, when when before we get off, but when the show ends. Go on the back line, and uh, I'll, I will I will trust you guys to give me my number, and uh, tell me when you're doing it again, uh, and we can talk about it. But I would say for now, and this will be the end of this discussion, and then we can talk about some news. I don't believe the Holocaust actually happened. Uh, I believe it was a labor camp for the war effort, and most people died from typhus and allies bombing that is trade exactly routes. Exactly where I thought you were going with that when I said yeah. I think I. Knew. But okay. Well, how about let's do? How about let's do this? Because <clears throat> we talk about uh, on this show occasionally just pop culture things that we like. All right. So what is what Zachary? What is your when you were a kid? What was your favorite? Your first favorite movie? Saving Private Ryan. Oh. 
Well, Jesus Christ, when did you first watch that? <laughs> because I, fucking, I watched it when I was 25 and I was crying. <laughs> it's like, most people would say The Wizard of Oz. <laughs> yeah, how old were you when you first watched that? Uh, I was probably about 10. I wanted to be wow. a soldier from the day I saw that. Yeah. Dude, I feel well, you, dude. My, my whole family, like, my whole family, my dad served in Korea. My uncle served in World War II, like, in combat. He was, like, a prisoner of war for a while. Uh, my nephew was served in Afghanistan. My whole family's, like, fucking, like, in the military. Like, I actually, honestly, I was going to join the Navy, and uh, they were going to put me, I took the ASFAB, they said, oh, we're going to put you on a nuclear sub. I was like, nope, you're not. Well, my favorite scene in Saving Private Ryan was at, it was at the very. You're talking, you're talking about you're talking about ASVAB, but my my so. Is that what I said? Family, yeah. Well, no, no, you're you're right. But my family hasn't been here that long. Uh, my great grandfather moved here from Ireland. My grandfather was in the military. My uh, my uncle was in the military. Uh, you know, all these people. I was in the military. My sisters in the military. My sister's been in the Air Force for almost 10 years. Um, I mean, in, in Wait, so school, do you think school, she's ever gotten, like, railed by a fucking barrack full of guys? <laughs> Did she get conspicuously <laughs> pregnant right before she was supposed to go fly something? <laughs> let, me, let me tell you, well, so she wanted, she wanted, so she joined the military because I did. Uh, right. She wanted to And maybe because she liked dick, who knows? Well, well, I, well, she's married now and has a son, so I'm guessing she does like dick. But <laughs> I told her, she was like, I'm going to join the Army. And I was like, no, you're fucking not. I was like, if you join the Army, you're just going to get railed out and used. And so she went Air Force and has an awesome – dude, the Air Force lives so much better. Uh, yeah. And the Navy lives way better. The Navy lives better. But, I mean, if you're in the Navy, you got to suck some dicks. But, I mean, you know you live better, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know. That's what everybody always said to me. Like, if you join the military, join the Navy. They eat the best. That's what everybody's always told me. I so mean, that's they get obviously why I try to join them. <laughs> well, I mean, they get a mouthful of food. That's well, I mean, let's be clear, James. It was the village people song, really. <laughs> yeah. And the Navy. He said they wanted to put him in the nuclear sub. So I'm guessing you had an ASVAB score of at least 80, 85 at least. Uh, yeah, I scored. I, think... I scored a. I scored a seventy-eight on the ASVAB, and uh, when I went to pick my job, I said I want to be a cavalry scout, and the recruiter was like, "You scored a seventy-eight. I was like, "I want to be a cavalry scout." He was like, "You can have any job in the army." I was like, "I right. want to be a cavalry scout." He's like, "What the fuck are you? What are you doing?" I was like, "I want to be a goddamn door kicker. I want to kick <laughs> indoors and kill teenagers." And he was like, "Okay, whatever." <laughs> Yeah, well, they need those too. But I mean, like, what's what is the worst? What's the score to where they're literally like, uh, we just want to put you on the front lines because you're expendable. To be to be infantry or to be a cavalry scout, which I was. Mm-hmm. Hello. You can shoot people and kick indoors. Uh, yeah, yeah but what I'm saying is, what is I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry. I'm saying, what is that bad score on that? Was it ASAP, A, APAP? ASFAB. 
effect. What is the worst score you can get to where they they're like, ah, oh, you're not good for anything essentially, but you know, <laughs> we're just gonna put you in the infantry. Is it is it sixty, or because you had scored a seventy eight? No, I think I think he might be missing. Oh, wait, is he still connected? Let me see. Oops, wrong one. Oh no, he dropped. Wouldn't it be funny well, if he was our new co-host? <laughs> 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 he calls in every single show. <laughs> hey, dude, oh they goodness. like get really hey. into. Hey, they, those kind of people get really into podcasts. We might grow our numbers pretty big. If, oh uh, my god! I'm gonna send this guy me? a link. Uh, no, we would be uh, extremely, <laughs> extremely popular. For it would only take about three weeks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know, right? <laughs> I'm fucking telling this guy to post this shit all over his Facebook feed. <laughs> Dude, I will text no, you the fucking so, link next. The whole week. thing is, I mean, this guy is such a, <laughs> a, a personable person. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, holy shit, you know. Um, what the fuck is up with Kayla, man? I'm taking well, off the title. To bring it all full circle? I don't know. I, I don't think she's white nationalist enough <laughs> for one. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Uh, you would... Uh, well... <clears throat> Wow, that was something oh, else, huh? Safe. Oh. Mm. You now have top billing on this show. I just took Kayla's Why? name out and put Bathhouse Bunch with Rat and James. And maybe with whatever this guy's sound, name is again. That just What's sounds better, again? you think? No, it's not going to be Rat, James, and Zach. <laughs> <laughs> Well, I was like, start screening his calls. Oh, no. I, uh, you know what? I, I think he was uh, a, a good caller because I no, enjoyed the yeah, conversation with him. And I, yeah. But um, honestly, in uh, today's day and age, uh, holy shit. <laughs> we, <laughs> oh, that was like, um, uh, oh. like, next week, yeah. I'm putting on Twitter, like, and next time we go on, we'll put on Twitter like, yo, like, join us as we chat with a white nationalist. <laughs> I bet we'll get other colors. Well, you know, it's like, you know, I, I just, you know, the, the bottom line is I just kind of disagree with him. And the, uh, you know, the things that he was saying, it's like, you can, it's like, you know, he's saying, I don't want to, I don't want any, uh, you know, minority to get hurt or anything like that. But then when you actually take them down that conversation, it ends up being, they either have to leave or we're going to murder them. Right. Yeah. So, I mean, it's it's just like, I I really wanted to ask him about like, um, but as far as like, I mean, here's a guy who's it all that you know, also an American hero because he fucking served in the, in the infantry. So, no, I mean, no, people no. are can be, like, three different things at once, which is, I think, 
the reason that you talk to people because uh, people can be uh, that's how you so learn. many different things simul- that's uh, so many different things simultaneously. And this yeah. guy seems like it's like you know. Well, why do you you know? I mean, he has no power to to act on any of the things he's saying. That's just what he believes. Yeah. You know. So uh, we need to get a black nationalist on our next show. <laughs> so we can talk to them. I want to know. And, and isn't it funny that, like, uh, the only person that he can find to truly agree with his views outside of the small community of white nationalists would be a black nationalist, right? I mean, isn't that <laughs> ir- irony? Right. <laughs> <laughs> But yeah, I mean, uh, I was, it's literally, it's kind of, uh, it's, it, uh, shocking to the point. Huh? Do you want to do this off air? Well, why? We're on air. Okay. I thought you don't want to hurt, you don't want to hurt the feelings of the white nationalists that we're going to make our co-host. Is that what you're telling me? (laughs) Because that is not a thing that can. I want to like start eating dinner. I haven't eaten dinner yet. Oh, Okay. Well, um, I mean, we can uh, sign off, and uh, because this was such an absolute and utterly bizarre episode, I think uh, I want to listen to it. Put it up immediately. (laughs) 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 All right, I'll tell you something. James, it was good talking to you. Hopefully we'll get uh, Kaylin back in the next episode. Uh, Maybe we will, maybe we won't. uh, Zachary, thanks for calling in. You know, we, I, I, I think that we did the service of not making fun of you. I, I wouldn't want to make fun of you. I disagree with you. Um, but you are actually a very nice person. And, uh, and surprisingly intelligent. I, well, yes. I mean, actually, yes. Did just not the he wasn't uh, maybe philosophically what I would agree with, but he was uh, right. articulate. Yes. Right, right. Right. So Zachary, thanks for calling in, and um, there'll be space for you in the future on our on our yeah. show. Um, I wish I wish the best for you, and James, I'll talk to you soon. All right, man. Bye. All right, bye. Good night, America. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.